Thank you, Kayla. Um, I hope everyone's doing great today. I will stop at different parts of the class to see if there's any questions. Again, uh, as Kayla said, if you if your question has already been answered, please lower your hand and um, refrain from asking the question again just for time's sake. And you can listen to this on the podcast once it's available. Kayla will post, post that link to the uh, chat list and also to the Facebook group. Okay, so let's get started. So if everybody will take out their loom, I said you would need a 24-peg loom. So if you'll take out your loom and place it there in front of you. You should, most looms should have a, an anchor peg on the outside. So if you'll feel around the base of your loom, and if you find a little peg that's kind of sticking out, that's going to be your anchor peg. If you don't have one of those pegs, that's not a problem. We can make this work, okay? The anchor peg, sometimes patterns will tell you to place your yarn on that peg. Sometimes it won't. Um, that's just to kind of hold it until you can get a few rows knit and get started. When do you want to take All questions? Right. As soon as I see a hand raised or... Yes, if you'll let me know if there's questions. There already are. Um, okay. Okay. Ver Verlaine? Yes, I wanted to know how to start the ball of yarn. I can never figure out where the starting strand is, the end of the strand. Okay, it should be either coming from the center of your ball so I usually just, on the ends, I usually just kind of stick my finger in there and pull around just a little bit to see if I can find the end. If I can't, then there's one on the outside, so you can take your yarn label off the ball, and you can find an end there as well. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. That's it for now. Are there any more questions? That's it for now. Nope, one more question. Okay. Lynn C. All right. Okay, go ahead, Lynn. You should see an ask to unmute on your screen. Okay, now can you hear me? <laughs> yes, you can. All right. Um, I got the looms that were suggested uh, from Amazon to come three looms in a package. Mm -hmm. And I have the smaller loom in front of me. I figured that was the best one to start with. But I don't see... Um, I see the pegs on the top, but I don't see that okay. thing you're talking. Oh, wait a minute. No, I don't see that little thing you're talking about. You're not going to have one, but that's okay. Uh, just for future classes, just go ahead and mark one of the pegs, like there's some uh, masking tape or some kind of tactile marker, but it, that, it's okay for this class if you don't have that. Oh, okay. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Shit, where did my metal rod go? Okay. Any other questions? All right. If you're looking at your loom and you have your anchor peg, I usually have my anchor peg facing me. So if I have my loom sitting on the table, pegs facing the ceiling, your anchor peg is facing towards your chest. Okay. Now, if you will put your fingers on one of the pegs, it doesn't matter which one you will notice that at the top, it's got like a little cap on it or a little hat. And then it gets more narrow as you go down toward the base of the loom. And you should see a little groove in the front of that peg. Okay. Okay, if you cannot see that groove, just raise your hand. We're not gonna unmute anybody. That way I'll know if I need to explain in more detail. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and assume that everybody sees that. All right, if you will make a slip knot, just make a loop on your yarn. What I do is I take my forefinger and my middle finger and then my thumb. I use those three fingers. I hold the yarn between my thumb and my forefinger, and I wrap the yarn around my index finger and my middle finger. And just make a circle. Then I take 
the tail that's sticking out there and I push it through that circle. I lift it off of my fingers, slide off of my fingers, and I have a circle there. And I slide the tail through that circle. Now that I have the circle, I put it on the peg that's just to the right of the anchor peg. Now that is for right-handed students. For left-handed students, you want to put it on the peg just to the left of the anchor peg in left-handed students. But I want you to know, hold your loom in the way that is most comfortable for you. When you start wrapping your pegs, you wrap the pegs that's most comfortable for you. And you go in the direction that's most comfortable for you. Okay? Once you get that loop on your peg, then pull the tail and tighten that up just a little bit around the peg. You want to tighten your little circle around that peg. You don't want it too tight, but again, you don't want it too loose. So once you've got it on there, I want you to loosen it just a little bit. So you can just take your fingernail and pull that yarn away from the peg a little bit to loosen it. Do we have any questions? Not yet. Not yet. Right. So far, so good. I'm doing good. Okay. For our right-handed students, I want you to take you're working yarn, not the tail. This is what's connected to your skein or your ball of yarn. Okay. It should be coming from behind peg one. Now, when I say behind peg one, peg one again is the peg just to the right of the anchor peg. Behind that is going to be in the center of the loom. So the front of the peg is where the groove is. The back of the peg is opposite of that. In the center of your loom is what's inside the circle. Your fabric will come from that circle as you knit. Okay. Now taking your working yarn, it should be coming from behind peg one. If it's not coming from behind peg one, please raise your hand and we'll get you unmuted and we'll get you where you need to be. Your hands right yet? No, oh, ma'am. Awesome. Okay. So now we're going to begin wrapping your pegs. You're going to take the working yarn from behind peg one, and you're going to pull it to the right just a little bit to the peg just to the right of that, which is going to be peg two. Lefties, you're going to pull it to the left and go to the peg just to the left of that, which will be your peg two. I do have a hand left hand raise. Um, yeah. okay. okay. All right. Uh, feel free to unmute, Berlin. Okay, I'm already confused. Do you want the ball or skein of yarn to be coming up through the center of the loom? Like, no. We, no. Your skein of yarn should be sitting off to your left or your right side or in the floor. should be sitting to your side. Okay. Okay. Now, the and you, you're working yarn. Once you put the loop on your peg, on your number one peg, mm -hmm. okay. manipulate that yarn to where the yarn that is connected to your skein is coming from behind peg one. Okay. Okay. And then I'm going to be going towards the left of that first, the peg that the loop is on. Are you a left hand or a right hand? Right. Okay. If you're right handed, it may be more comfortable to take your working yarn and move one peg to the right. Okay. Got it. Thank you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. Any additional questions? Person? Yes. Okay. Uh, Barbara Salisbury, feel free to unmute if you have a question. 
active sleeper Do you have a question, Barbara? Well, I, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm just kind of listening in. Um, I just wanted to kind of get introduced to the group. I, I, I'm not prepared to for the lesson today, but I just kind of listening in. So, okay. anyway, I'm a knitter, and uh, so I just wanted to dial in for a few minutes to see what you were doing. Okay, okay great. If well, you welcome. have any, if you have any questions, um, if you'll since you're not working along, if you'll hold it to the end of the class, I'll be happy to answer those for you. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Any additional questions? Yes. Okay. Ashay, feel free to raise unmute. Hi, this is Ashay from Florida. I, um, I'm not a knitter, and <laughs> I was just listening in. I was—is this um, community called only for knitting, or do you guys venture to different type of crafting, or? We do other crafts, but if you have any additional questions that are not related to the class for today's class, if you will hold those until the end of the class, and if there's time, we will answer those questions, okay? Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay, if you have any questions that do not pertain to the class today, please hold those until the end of the class, and we will answer those as time permits. Um, but we need to get on with the lesson and those who are prepared to work in the class today need to, you know, get, we need to get started for their cycle. Okay. And if okay. you don't have Any a question for the, there are uh, two one one nine. You should be unmuted. Hello. Okay. I, I'm a little confused. I've got my, my, my thing to the right of the peg and, and, I guess I, I'm confused on what you're calling the back of the peg so that my working yarn coming out of my yarn ball, does it come out from the outside of the loom or is it supposed to come through the center of the loom? Right. Okay. Are you left-handed or right-handed? I'm right-handed. Okay. I'm a righty as well. And I'm going to tell you what works for me. Okay. Okay. So just, I set my ball of yarn to my right. It's okay. usually sitting in the chair or the couch and sitting on the couch beside me to my right. I pull the yarn from that ball of yarn to my toward the left. Okay. So it's kind of going across my lap. Just a string of yarn is going across my lap. Okay. Then I make a knot with the end of that yarn. I've got the and knot you, and I've got it on the peg just to the center to, to the one off to the right. Okay. All right. Now, the front of your peg, what I call the front of your peg, is going to be where the groove is. Because that's okay. the one facing you. Oh. That's, so that's so I call that the front. And the back of the peg is just going to be to the back there. So it should be facing away from you. Okay. And the yard, the working yarn that I'm working with is on the outside of the center, correct? Correct. Okay. Okay, and then I'm supposed so to you, wrap it. Or, go ahead. Once you put the the knot on your peg one, mm -hmm. twist that to where your yarn is coming from inside the loom or behind. It's coming from the center, but it's I don't know how to explain it. It's not coming up through the hole of your loom. You're not coming okay. up from the bottom. You're you're going to be working from the top. Okay. 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 Did that and then my clear? working piece goes between, comes from the back, from the back part, and and it's it's um I'm bringing it's it in between peg one and two. In just a moment. We haven't started wrapping yet. Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. I think I've we'll got it. There. Thank you very much. Okay. Does mm -hmm. your number, ma'am, end in two one one nine? Yes, it does. Okay, awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, there's a couple more questions. Okay. Phone number ending in 0318. 
Yes, this is me. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Okay, this is Pat from Pensacola. Um, okay, so you secure your yarn on the first peg. Yes. And then when you move to the second peg, um, do you just wrap it around the peg or do you tie it? We haven't gotten there yet. Oh, okay. I'm listening, too, because I wasn't able to get my materials, and I'm really trying to take all this in. So, <laughs> Okay. All right. If you're not able to work with us, just listen, and you can go back and listen to the podcast, and I'll explain everything in detail. And after the podcast, if you have questions, just send me a message. Okay. okay. It sounds like loads of fun, though. I want to try it. Okay. All right. Are there any other questions? Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to move on to wrapping the peg now. Okay. So your working yarn should be coming from, again, from behind peg one. So you're going to pull it to the right to peg two. And it should be behind peg two. And I'm going to say this in uh, several different ways for the different learners we have. Okay. So if you're looking at the top of that peg, picture a clock face. So your working yarn should be at 12 o'clock. Then you take your yarn and take it to 3 o'clock. Then you're going to take it to 6 o'clock. 9 o'clock. And back to 12 o'clock. Huh. Six nine one eight has a question. Okay, that question. that that would be me. And, and I, I first had a question about the um, who's who's me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Jeannie Johnson, Nashville, Tennessee. Okay, so I've got my yarn on the peg, and I'm assuming when you say the back of the peg, uh, on mine my grooves are around the outside. My, my grooves are on the pegs around the outside. So the back of the peg would be the side of the peg that's facing toward the middle of the circle, correct? That's correct. Okay. The back and of your peg is smooth. The front of your peg has the groove. And it's facing toward the middle of the circle. But then I, I got lost with your next explanation. I understand that's 12 o'clock. But is my yarn supposed to go all the way down to six? And anyway, I got confused there. I wasn't sure what you were saying. I misunderstood. Okay, I'm going okay. I'm going to repeat it uh, a couple more times. Okay. Okay. All right. So if y'all don't understand, like I said, I'm going to repeat it a couple of times, several different ways. Okay. So if you don't understand, hold your questions until I ask for them. And then we can go from there because one way may, you may understand it one way better than the other. Okay. We have, so one, now, what, we have one more question. Okay. If that's okay. Okay. Alexandria, feel free to unmute. Alexandria, you should see an unmute on your screen. Oh, hello. Yes. Alexandria yeah. from California. I'm sorry, I was just logging on. Um, there was an error with the link on one of the posts. Um, I think I need to get to step one. Is that, am I too late for that or should I just? You probably want to just listen. Over that. Okay. You probably want to just listen right now and, and get the pod, catch the podcast after if that's okay. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. We only have an hour, so oh. um, if you if you have any questions um, about anything other than what I'm going over at the moment, please just hold those until the end, okay? And I may answer those. All right. So now to wrap our pegs, your peg your working yarn should be coming from behind peg one. When I say behind peg one, that's the side that has the smooth on that side. The front of the peg is bumpy on the front. Okay? So once you put your slip knot on peg one, you want to turn your yarn 
to the point where it's coming from behind peg one, so from the smooth side. Then you're going to take it to the right one peg to peg two. So pull it to the right. Okay. Then you'll, it should be behind peg two now. So again, behind the smooth side. You're going to go to the right of peg two. So pull your working yarn to the right of peg two. Then it's going to go in front of peg two. So it's going to go in front of the groove. And it's going to go to the left of peg two. So it's going to be between pegs one and peg two. And then you're going to go behind peg two again. If you have your peg wrapped, put your finger behind peg two and you should feel where it crosses from where your beginning part was. What you're doing is making a cursive letter E. So a small cursive letter E. Okay, I'm going to explain it for our left-handed folks. And then I'll come back for questions. So if you're a left-hand knitter, again, your working yarn should be coming from behind peg one. You're going to move to the left one peg to peg two. You're going to go behind peg two to the left of peg two. So you'll be between pegs two and peg three. In front of peg two, to the right of peg two, between pegs one and two, and back behind peg two. You should feel the cross in the back forming that cursive letter E. Are there any questions at this time? Not yet. Okay. If you didn't understand that, please raise your hand so that we can walk you through the steps again. No hands yet. Oh. Okay. So if you've got that, you want to wrap each peg exactly the same way. For you knitters, you needle knitters, this is what is known as the twisted knit stitch in your needle knitting. So that may help some of you a little bit. Okay, Kathy has a question. question. Yes. Okay. Kathy, go ahead. You should see an ask to unmute on your screen. Hey, it's Kathy. Um, so <laughs> I started rapping thinking I knew what I was doing because I tried it once before and voila, I messed it up. But I'm starting over. And so I just want to make sure. Okay. <laughs> um, so I have the knot on the first peg and then um, it will be coming from behind peg one, right? That's correct. Okay, so when I go to wrap peg two, will I go in front of peg two or behind? Behind peg two. Behind, okay, so, so you, behind start at the 12. Two. So mm -hmm. then 12, You're wrapping six, nine, and then back around the second time, correct? Correct. So you're right. wrapping in a clockwise, you're wrapping your peg in a clockwise position. Okay, and then when I start moving toward peg three, will it also go behind first? That's correct. Okay, mm -hmm. gotcha. That's all I needed to know. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. That's it, somebody. Yeah, that's it. So to keep everybody kind of going, 
once you get all of your pegs wrapped on your loom, I want you to wrap them again. So you're going to be going from the last peg, so it's peg 24. You're going to go to one, and you're going to wrap them all again. So you should have, when you finish, have two loops on each peg. You're unmuted, ma'am. Do you have a question? Do you have a question? Hello. This is yes. Mary Alice. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Okay. okay. My question is, is when you when I get to the peg number one again, I just keep going around in another circle or I go backwards and go back to number one? You keep going around in a circle. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. What we're working on today is a just a small hat, so either a preemie or like uh, an American doll doll or 18-inch doll. You know, it'll fit um, ahead of that size. So Lynn, Lynn C. You should see an ask to unmute on your screen. Lynn C. You should be unmuted. Okay, I got it. Um, so confused. I'm going to listen to the podcast. <laughs> okay. okay. Thank you. What What are you confused on? If there's I'm, uh, people I'm, working, I can. I'm confused basically. So uh, when you wrap, you're calling the peg to the right of the peg that you have the knot on number two, correct? That, that's correct. Now you talk about wrapping that around number two and then mm -hmm. you go behind that again to number three correct okay and then you said number uh 12 o'clock does that mean you take the pe uh the yarn across to the other side no when you're looking when i talk about 12 o'clock you're looking at i'm talking about the peg that you're working on at the time Okay. Oh, with the with the thingy with the yarn knot on it. Okay, if you have your, uh, let's, let's swap back to peg one. Okay. Mhm. Mm you have your slip knot on peg one. Mhm. Mm okay. All right. When you go to peg two. Mhm. Mm you're gonna go. You're gonna take your yarn from behind peg one, and you're just gonna pull it, just gently pull it to peg two. Got it. Okay, and it's gonna be behind it. Right. So now you take your working yarn to the right of peg two. So it's mm -hmm. between pegs two and peg three. Okay. Then you're going to take it in front of peg two. Got it. So it should be laying across the groove of peg two. Got it. Then you're going to go between pegs one and two. So you're okay. going to be to the left of peg two. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to pull it back behind peg two. Ah. Make that complete circle. Got it. Now, I want you to take it the yarn from peg two and move to peg three. So you're going to pull it from the behind peg two to behind peg three. Okay. Okay. And okay. You're going to, go to the right of three, between three and four. Okay. In front of three. Mm -hmm. Between two and three. Mm-hmm. And behind three. Okay. Okay. And you're going to do that to every peg. So when I Got talk it. about clock position, I'm talking about a peg, okay? So if you're looking, you know, at one little peg, not the whole loom, you're looking at the peg, you're looking like at the face of a clock. So behind the peg, which is opposite of the groove, that's going to be your 12 o'clock position. Again, you're just looking at one little peg. And then to the right, it's going to be at the three o'clock position. So in front of the peg that faces you, it's going to be six o'clock. And to the left, it's going to be nine o'clock. She's now muted. Okay. Um, I do have another question from Donna. Okay, Donna, go ahead. Donna, you should see something asking you to unmute on your screen. Donna, you can't unmute. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. I'm knitting, so I wasn't paying attention. No worries. Um, 
So um, I'm actually one of her students, and I need to ask a question that will sure. get to you'll eventually. Get. So when I need, when I uh, do, I need to measure with a ruler um, when I get to six inches, or guess at it. Either way, it's on. Okay. It, it does matter. Okay. Uh, um, because um, I'm, I don't want to. My balls like halfway down, so. And um, the Sorry. one I'm making this for is a little tiny little baby. So, um, you know. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'll be do, you know. Okay. I'll be calling. Inches, then, then, you know, and once you get to that point, just let me know. Okay. And I'll be calling you soon. All right. Thanks, Donna. Okay. You're good on questions for now. Okay. I will come back and we'll work with you, okay? So for those of you who have your pegs wrapped, now we're going to take the bottom loop off of the pegs, okay? So now we're fixing to start locking our stitches. So I want you to take your loom tool. It's the one that looks like the dental peg, okay? And I want you to Take it and put it under the loop, that very first loop that you made. You're starting on, let's start on the last peg that you wrapped, so on peg 24. That way all of your work won't come undone. Okay, so you're going to put it on the, under the loop that's on touching the base of your peg. Okay, you're going to put the tip of your loom tool inside the groove. Again, it's underneath that bottom loop. Now put your, with your non-dominant hand, I want you to put your thumb and your forefinger at the top of the peg where that little cap is and kind of hold that top stitch on. Okay, so now you take your loom tool that's with the tip inside the groove and you're going to pull that bottom loop out from the peg just a little bit and so you need to turn your loom to a one-quarter turn toward you, and the point should be facing the ceiling, okay? And your loop should be in the little hook there on the loom tool. Then you take that loop, and you lift it up, and you're going to take it over that last loop that you needed, and you're going to take it over the peg, and then just flip it Put that loop off of your loom tool. Okay, that loop should fall to the center of your loom behind that peg, okay? If that was not clear or you're confused, just raise your hand and we'll walk through it together. No questions yet. Oh, that's not true. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was going to say, wow. <laughs> okay. okay. Go ahead. Let's see. Jeannie, you should be unmuted, Jeannie. Okay. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So I know this may sound weird, and I am a knitter, so I don't know that that makes any difference. But I had tried this before today and Fortunately, it turns out I had gotten it right, but <laughs> I can't lift the yarn up with my hook, but I can do it with my fingers. Is it okay to do it that way? Yes, ma'am. Oh, good. Okay. Thank you. Yes. If you can do it with your fingers easier, then, then do it. Okay. okay. Um, Wonderful. Now, once you get with, start using smaller or thinner yarn, it becomes a little more difficult, and that's right, where the I tool comes in handy. Okay, thank but you. But with the bulky yarn, you've got a little more to grab onto. I will say, if you just got a manicure, you might not want to use your fingers <laughs> to, <laughs> to lift those loops up and over because it, it will mess up a manicure. Even if you don't have a manicure, it'll mess them up. 
Any additional questions? I have a question. This is Verlaine. Sure. Great. The mm -hmm. one that you just had us use the hook on, is that the one that initially oh, we put the slip right knot on? No, that should have been the one just before the that, before the last one you need. The reason I asked you to do the last one, and I'm sorry for those who are, um, you, you do that on every page. You lift the loop up and over. So the reason I say do it on the last page, because it locks that last stitch that you wrapped. Oh. And it doesn't come unwound from your other pegs. And once you lift that loop over the top, how many should we feel mm -hmm. at the, at the, towards us? You should have one loop on the peg. So after mm -hmm. you lift that bottom loop up and over, you should have one loop on every peg after you do that. Okay. Go Sorry. ahead. No, um, I have a question. I know. Um, I'm not ready to do this yet. I had I had a mess up, so I had to go back and and <laughs> start a little bit. Not start over, but start where I messed up. Um, when I'm ready to flip, you said that you sh you should have one. Um, what you call it? Sorry, one loop, right? Um, how many times around should you have to go? Do you think, or does it just depend on the thickness of your yarn and how close you're getting your it, it depends on the thickness of your yarn. Okay. Also, how how long you want the hat. Um, so I'm planning on getting a document posted. I'll post this information. If I say Facebook, I'm going to post it to the listserv, so y'all you'll just know that it's going there too. Um, in the units section of our Facebook group, I will post the directions, the written directions on how to do the e-wrap stitch, which is the stitch you're doing today. I'll post the written directions for that, the written directions on making a hat. And the hat we're making today is called a rolled brim hat. And that's basically what it is. Just it, what I'm wanting you to learn today is just this one stitch. And you can do lots of garments or lots of things with just this one stitch. But I'll post that. And then another document that talks about recommended hat and brim lengths. We will work on brimmed hats in another class. But like I said, I wanted you to get to knitting today. So that's why I'm just teaching this one stitch. Some things you can do with this, um, if you don't want to make a hat, you can make a tube scarf. So you can just keep wrapping and wrapping and wrapping and knitting off until you get the scarf the length that you want. And there's a different bind off method for that, but we you know we will get into that. Um trying to think of some other things. You can also um make a, a little bag that holds like your um plastic grocery bags. You know, most of us have a lot of those laying around. You just make a long tube and like a cute little handle, and then you've got you a place to put your plastic grocery bags. But there's not is this the do. stitch that you use as well to make like a stocking? Because that's a similar yeah. kind of. Sh yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Mhm. Mm and if you wanted to do tube socks, you could do this. And you know, I could um, the bind off that we'll do for the hat, you can do for the tube sock as well. I'm sorry, I have a comment, and I've had my hand up for like five minutes, so okay, uh, I'm sorry, it's fine. Um, I don't know if I'm the only lefty here, but weirdly enough, it is way easier for me to do this right-handed, except with the tool. So apparently, I'm okay. strange. Well, that's okay. I mean, because some lefties can do it right, you know, move to the right and do it with the right hand, and some cannot. That's why I wanted to give directions for yeah. both. And if I ever forget, if you're a lefty and I ever forget to give the directions, y'all please, please, please let me know. And I just can't see it doing it the other way. It's just awkward for my right hand, but this seems to work. Yeah. And if you can wrap it with your left hand, 
going to the left. Again, I'm not one of these that says you have to hold it this way. You have to do it that way. You do what's comfortable for you. And if you get, to, if you do it different from what I do and you get the same results in the end, great. Great. You know, I, I, it, it doesn't, I'm not a stickler for that. Yeah, it's just funny to me because, you know, I was the one on Facebook who said growing up, <laughs> my grandmother never wanted to teach me. And it's like, well, maybe she could have. Maybe I would have been fine. It's possible. Yeah. Um, what some people do, um, like if, if I were teaching someone one-on-one in person and they were a lefty, I would just have them mirror me. So just sitting in front of me and copying everything I do. Can I ask a question? Yes, yes. Okay. It's Jeannie. Um, so I'm like that other lady. I'm normally right-handed, but I find it easier to do it going to the left. So anyway, I found that peculiar. Um, but when we're, when we're at a stopping place and we need to go do other things, what if there is a good suggestion is the best way to um, keep our place and keep it from unraveling. Or will it okay, just if you do that, if you get stopped in the middle of the row, I recommend just taking your loom tool or your fingers and just lifting that bottom loop up and over so you secure that one stitch. And it will secure all of them, but it'll keep it from unraveling. If you can, you know, if you're following a particular pattern, if you can get to the end of the row, try to get to the end of the row without stopping in the middle because it's, Jenny, you know, probably as a knitter that if you stop in the middle of the row, sometimes it's hard to find where you were and pick back up and start, start over. Um, and, you know, if once you get more experience, you can start to read your work. And what I say is you can feel of it and tell if it's a knit or a pearl. And and we'll get to the pearl stitch eventually. But um, you can start feeling if it's a knit or a pearl and kind of maybe figure out where you are then. But if you just have to stop, you know, just go ahead and knit that last stitch that you worked, just knit that loop up and over. So none of what you've done unravel. Okay, any other questions? Yes, this is Mary Alice. Um, I had made a mistake and I pulled more off than I should have, so I redid mine. And my question was at the beginning, after you get the two loops all the way around, are you saying to anchor the stitch and start with the pullover on the one to the left of your home spot or actually on number one when you first start pulling over that first uh, time that you pull one uh, one of the stitches over on the ring? It doesn't matter. If you want to go back the way you came when you're taking the loops off the peg, you can, or if you want to keep going in the same direction that you were wrapping in. So if you want to keep moving around and not back up, that's fine. It doesn't matter. Did that answer your question? Sandy. Hey, Sandy. Um, yeah, I was going to the right when I was wrapping, but then I, I just realized I was going to the left when I was pulling stitches off. So it's, is that going to matter? Am I going to have to start over when doing, going the same direction? No, it's not going to matter at all. Okay. It doesn't matter. Mm -mm. Just whatever works for you. Courtney? Yes, ma'am. This is, this is Kathy. Hey, Kathy. Um, I'm, I'm just a little confused when you, when I started wrapping, um, I noticed when I got about halfway around, the yarn was coming off the pegs where I had just wrapped it. So there was something I think I was doing wrong in anchoring it in the beginning. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's see here. I'm trying to think. 
what you can do that might be easier um, for some? Oh, go ahead, Kayla. I was going to say that when I wrap my pegs, I turn my loom. And so I'm turning my loom as I'm wrapping. So I'm pretty much always wrapping the one in front of me because I've noticed also like if I, if I don't turn my loom it, and I'm going across it, sometimes they come off. So that might help anchor them and keep them if, you're, if you turn your loom as you work. Does that make sense? It does to me, but. <laughs> um, so if you have, so what Kayla's saying, if you have your loom sitting on the table in front of you or in your lap, as you're wrapping that peg, when you move to the next peg, kind of move your loom around. So you're going just around in a circle, you're moving. Okay, this is really going to confuse some folks, I know. So, but y'all just, if you're, if you'll stop what you're doing and just listen and work with me here, as you're wrapping your peg, you're wrapping it in a clockwise position, okay? And if you're right-handed, you're moving your loom. Okay, let me make sure I'm doing you're, you're moving your loom. By the way, I'm saying it's not working. Okay. So you're wrapping your pegs in a clockwise position, and you're moving your loom also in a clockwise position. So you're working counterclockwise but you're gradually moving your loom around to the left as you're working to the right. And I know I just confused a bunch of you. I have no idea because <laughs> it was confusing to me. I, I see what you mean, though. I understand. Okay. Okay. So, and if you want to, as you're, um, it, it's a little bit slower, but that, that's fine. You can wrap one tag, and once you have two loops on that tag, Go ahead and knit that bottom loop up and over the peg mm -hmm. and then go to the next peg to the right or to the left, you know, and wrap that peg and knit off. So you can do them one at a time. You can wrap and knit off, wrap and knit off, or you can wrap them all at once and then knit them off all at once. Does that make sense? Hey, Courtney, another Kathy, sorry. Um, <laughs> that's okay. No, that's fine. Just real quick before we go, I actually am finally finished um, after starting over a couple times. Um, how do I flip this now? You said take the tool and slip it to where it's facing, like the point is facing which way? Okay. On number 24, so right? Mm-hmm. So you okay. take your link tool, you put the tip in the groove. Okay. Put it under that bottom loop. Mm -hmm. And you're going to kind of turn your loom tool to the right or toward you, like one quarter turn. And the point of the loom tool should be facing the ceiling. Okay. Or should be facing the top of your peg, however you're holding your loom. Yeah. Okay. And then you get the loop just in the hook Am I of always the loom tool. One, one, hoop, one hook or one hoop, I'm yeah. sorry. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was the tricky part. You should, okay, yeah. That's why I say put your thumb and forefinger of your other hand at the top of the peg. That way you can kind of control that top loop. Okay. Ah. Okay. Trying to keep it from coming off the peg. And you may need to pull that loop away from the peg just a little bit because if you're not using cotton yarn. And do I go that, up and over? You, yes, you go up and over the peg. If you're not yet using cotton yarn, you should have a little bit of give in your yarn there. Okay. So that you can pull it away from the peg just a little bit. Okay. Okay. It's 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock, wherever you are. Our hour <laughs> is up. We'll put it that way. <laughs> um. So, this is Alexandria. I just wanted to ask really quick. After we're done, 
sure. um, hooking or <laughs> so my turn That's about fine, yeah. we just That's okay. <laughs> we just go continue again and do another round um, wrap around mm -hmm. and then just repeat you keep repeating that until you get about six to eight inches or the length you want your hat and I'll get it I'll send out the links oh perfect thank um, you Okay. Mm -hmm. That's that was my question too. I had to take mine off about three times because somehow I kept tangling up the um, the yarn strand that was coming off my my uh, skein. And so what I think it'd be easier for me to do each stitch when once I get a double on there, that way I can keep track of where that um, that yarn <laughs> that's coming off the the. Uh, off the skein is because I somehow got it tangled in a couple of times and then I'd end up with these extra loops and I go wait a minute where'd that come from <laughs> um I just wanted to let everyone know um you wrap twice around twice on your first row but each row after that you're only going to wrap around once and then yarn over um, just to make sure <laughs> that, yeah. So, and then are there any other questions? Yeah, so I'm sorry. Are there any questions? Any no, questions? thank you so much. You're welcome. And folks, if y'all have questions after listening to the podcast, please, please, please do not hesitate to send a message on Facebook. I will put my email address um, in a post with all the other information. So please don't hesitate to contact me uh, off list if you need to. Okay. Courtney, really quick. I do. Sorry. I just couldn't unmute. Um, sure. As far as your tail with the slip knot, do you need to leave a certain amount of that on or is it okay to cut it off? Because I have shaky hands, so it tends to be a little longer than it should be. Okay. That's fine. You want it long enough. So I usually recommend about six inches. Okay. You want enough that you can weave in the tail. Um, when you're finished. Sounds okay. good. Thank you. Thank you all so much for coming. I hope I didn't confuse you. Please, please, please don't get frustrated. If you're frustrated and can't get it, please let me know and I will work with you. I want y'all to get this as much as y'all want to do it. I really do because this is my passion. So please, y'all just, just let me know, okay, if you have any problems. And thank you so much, Courtney, for teaching this to all of us. I really appreciate it. And you did a great job. Thank you for asking. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Y'all right. have a blessed week, and we will talk next Sunday. All right. Thank you, Monica. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>